0: Hi, I'm Max.
1: And I'm Skylar.
2: Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about.
1: And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show.
2: But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences.
1: Which is why we created this podcast.
2: Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits.
1: We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits.
2: We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers and credits get the credit they're due.
1: All right. It's
0: getting hot in
2: here. So let's chip -chip chipparoo.
1: I am getting so hot. I want to chip -chip chipparoo. Oh,
2: I love it.
1: (laughs) A classic when I was in middle school. We are here for another episode. I am ecstatic about recording this episode because I think it might rank into my top. Favorite Bob's Burgers episodes. Oh my
2: god, I'm so excited to hear why. But but do we want to do Skylar's sides or
1: you Burger, mean Bob
2: Hunter Max Pun? You mean oh, do sorry. we want to
1: do Skylar's sides? The fun facts before the fun facts.
2: Dish it, girl.
1: I'm excited. I have a few good ones. Okay, that I'd love to share with oh, you. Oh, there's a couple. Well, one will take ten seconds for me to explain. Love it. I love that I'm sharing this side with you today because I think it really falls under the same theme of this episode. Our Bob's Burger show is growing up a little bit and I'm having a hard time letting go. Did you notice in season 13, Max, I'm so sad (laughs) that Linda and Bob no longer have flip phones.
2: No, I did not notice they that. They have
1: smartphones. No.
2: No. Wow.
1: But I'll give it to them. In the movie, the Bob's Burgers movie, their phones were thrown into the water.
2: Oh, so it's we a good have, consistency thing. We
1: have a good continuity moment.
2: That's what I meant.
1: Is my heart breaking? Are you feeling a little griefy about this fact?
2: Not as much as you, but... I remember like seeing like images of like the Simpsons with smartphones, and uh-huh. it was very weird,
1: right? Yeah, just when you think of Bob being like, "Let me call Teddy," it's on a flip phone, right? Mm-hmm. Bob is so that dad who has the cell phone that is two decades old.
2: Yeah, but now that's a smartphone almost.
1: <laughs> I know. No, it is. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Yeah. Another very quick side. Is that Tina is the only female Belcher with no eyelashes?
2: Whoa. Okay. Mind blower. Because she's got the glasses frames. No, blocking when her. she
1: takes them off, she
2: still has none. She has
1: no eyelashes. Oh. But you can see Linda's eyelashes through the glasses. Huh. Google Tina Belcher, no glasses.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: Now, wait, I just saw a still from Bad Tina. I guess Tammy put some eyelashes on her when she made her up. Yeah. But normally she does not have any eyelashes. Yeah, you're Oh, right. my gosh. It's kind of strange, it right? It is
2: weird looking at her without glasses.
1: Very interesting. Huh.
2: Huh. 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 <laughs> wow. I'm going to be staring at this for the rest of my life.
1: It's weird, right? Yeah. We'll hopefully post some pics or something. Oh, we
2: definitely have to. Okay. Well, this week for Bob Pun or Max Pun, we are doing store next door.
1: Ooh, fun.
2: You ready for your first pun? I sure am. Cats, a rising star, pet improv. (laughs) Bob's. Yes. Your next pun is? bohemian rhapsody professional present wrapping
1: that's so good max
2: yes your next pun is baby got back problems (sighs)
1: so good um bobs
2: yes here it is ready (sighs) i will always glove you glove store Max. Yes. Oh, (laughs) Oh, there's 100% right there. Um, Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 7, Episode 13, please?
1: The title is The Grand Mama Pest Hotel. (laughs) (laughs) What? Above my synopsis, it just says Portia, which I am so excited. I know exactly why I wrote that note. I'm so excited to get into it.
2: It's going to be such like an age reference by the time this, I do this not care. episode Post, I know. It's so great.
1: Here's the synopsis. When Linda, Tina's mother, but also BFF, chaperones a school field trip, Tina meets a new friend and Linda fears she's pulling away from her. Meanwhile, it's bachelor party time over at the Belcher house. Let's get our dachelor party on.
2: This episode came out on March nineteenth, twenty seventeen. It was written by Scott Jacobson and directed by Chris Song. You already said that this is one of your top episodes of all time.
1: Well, I'm 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 trying that on, but You're it feels right. On. Okay, yeah. Tell me why. I had a mother daughter relationship that was very close and special. Too close at sometimes we never really got to break apart, so I think this episode does a really great job of tackling like a very common mom daughter issue and making it heartfelt growth for everybody, um, growth for Tina, and also absolutely hysterical. Every beat of this episode
2: so well written, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I love. The character growth for the two of them in their relationship. And this is her, this is her first baby.
1: It's her her first
2: baby is growing up. And Tina is loves her family so much.
1: She's not going anywhere.
2: Yeah. But it is so it is kind of sad and scary to see her kind of like not want to hang with her family for, you know, it's hard for all of us. But,
1: but Linda. And I did not know that we were going to get a growth moment for Linda because she keeps doing the wrong thing after the wrong thing. And if she had just let Tina hang out with Dylan, Tina probably would have realized she doesn't even like Dylan and they would have been best friends on the bus going back or something. It's that like, if you love someone, let him go feeling. But Linda, oh, poor Linda.
2: I mean, Dylan did have the winged eyeliner. Freaking
1: cool girl and the tarot cards.
2: Yeah. And the purple hair.
1: Her mom was also hysterical.
2: Her mom's amazing in this.
1: Don't make me room with someone who scrapbooks. Why? I just, I don't want to talk about scallop shears all night.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. And you also don't want like, uh, just cut photos all over the beds.
1: You just sleeping and it's like,
2: yeah. Yeah. You're just hearing people like, you Can't clean it up for bedtime, so probably like every time she's tossing and turning, it's like like scotch tape and like I don't know, I don't know what you <laughs> scrapbook would glue. Let's talk about Dylan and uh, Dylan's mom Amy voices. Dylan's mom Amy has a very recognizable voice, if you ask me.
1: Yes, for she sure.
2: is voiced by Carrie Kenny Silver, who has done voices on the show before. She's probably best known for being on Reno 911, but she's also um. If you watch Superstore, Skyline, and I love Superstore. Mm-hmm. Uh Glenn that's his name? Glenn?
1: Glenn. And we Jerusha. We love Superstore,
2: but we can't remember the names of the characters, but <laughs> Well,
1: same the, over the here. The store
2: manager is his wife Jerusha is recurring and she's Jerusha Jerusha on that. She's also on that new show reboot.
1: Yes, on Hulu. the blockbuster? No.
2: She's the She's the mom of the
1: <gasps> Oh, sorry, different show.
2: Yeah.
1: I was thinking Because the creators of Superstore now have a new show about Blockbuster. Oh, yes. No, but you're talking about Reboot.
2: The show Reboot.
1: As you said. Yes. Reboot. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) She's on that. Great comedic actor. Dylan is voiced by someone who does another regular voice in the show. I know that's like everyone on the show. Laura Silverman, who is Andy Pesto.
1: That's amazing. So this is another one where Andy and Ollie aren't in it. So this is, like, I think the second time we've heard Laura Silverman without her sister.
2: Mm-hmm. And not as, like, in that voice. They're Andy and Ollie voices. Um, Dylan is so cool. Yeah, I love Dylan. Yeah. And sticking with voices, there was a certain point where I turned to you and said, Bernadette Baker, who is the mm-hmm. astronaut, mm-hmm. I said, that sounds like Jenny Slate, but not doing, like, her typical, like, um...
1: Valley like girl. Higher,
2: yeah, her like Tammy voice, her her voice in what's the character she does in the Pets movie, Secret oh, Life of Pets. Oh, yeah, and yeah. she's
1: on Parks and Rec too, right? Yes,
2: I think so. But yeah, Jenny Slates does the voice of Bernadette.
1: It, once episode. you hear it, you can't unhear it. You're like, yeah. oh, it's Tammy.
2: The title of the episode is obviously a play on the Grand Budapest Hotel, which is a Wes Anderson film.
1: That It was just like so big when it came out and then nobody talks about it anymore
2: i feel like that's how most west anderson yes. films are for me like it's like the three weeks it's out in like december everyone's talking about it and then it's like eh, yeah
1: yeah and not. then you see it at the oscars and then it's done
2: yeah but i do love that it's like mama pest is works so well like it it's, does yeah. she's
1: pestering tina yeah
2: speaking of the hotel Uh, There's a moment where Louise mentions that Linda loves her hotel bathrooms. Okay. Do you remember the episode where we learned that Linda purposely goes to hotel bathrooms to poop?
1: Yeah. Of course I do.
2: Eat Spray Linda
1: from
2: season five. We learned Um, so
1: much about her in that episode.
2: Episode 18. It's a great Linda episode. Yeah. She likes to go to the Royal Oyster Oyster Hotel and uh, that's where she likes to poop. It's a fancy bathroom.
1: That's like a nice bathroom.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. And I love that reference. Just, it's like a throwaway line in this episode, but you're like, oh yeah.
1: I didn't, I did I didn't even catch, I didn't catch the line and I didn't catch the callback because I didn't catch the line.
2: Especially because, since this hotel is not the Royal Oyster Oyster Hotel, this is like a courtyard. Yes, it's like a best
1: Western. That
2: has the fountain, the water feature. The water feature.
1: I love how many times they say water feature in this episode.
2: Which also made me like we were watching the episode and someone had room service. And I was like, those kind of hotels don't have room service.
1: Mm -mm. That does
2: not make sense.
1: Max is a room service connoisseur.
2: Oh, I love that about me.
1: Uh, He's not. (laughs)
2: I'm not. I don't know why. I mean.
1: (laughs) We got it on our wedding morning.
2: Yeah, we did. We spoiled ourselves. It was fun. Let's talk about the B story.
1: Oh, love it.
2: I love that they're trying to look for something fun to do. This is another example of, like, pairing different characters together. You get a different dynamic if Bob is alone with Jean and Louise than if he was with Jean and Tina. Or if he was or with Jean, Louise, Louise and, and Tina. Tina. Yeah.
1: It's so it, – you're so true. This, like, dynamic really comes to life. And then Teddy comes over.
2: Yeah, they invite Teddy over. But th- that makes sense for this datchelor party that Jean and Louise decide they're going to throw Bob.
1: It definitely has that I'm with the youngest two children energy for sure mm-hmm. did you ever do something that was like oh we should open a restaurant in our kitchen and it was like the most exciting thing yeah
2: ever yeah. or put it on like a puppet show or something those kind of things yeah. yeah
1: it was just so exciting but now because we're older we see it from bob's perspective and we're like okay okay sure let's take apple juice shots okay
2: <laughs> but easy on the apple juice Everyone's gonna have some stomach issues.
1: Oh, I have a really funny apple juice story. It's not funny for me. Oh, it's not funny. As long as it's funny for me and not for you, let's do it. So I'm an only child. I do not have siblings. I did not raise a child as a child, but I You didn't raise
2: a child as a child?
1: (laughs) Some some siblings do because their parents work or That's true. Did not have that experience, but I was asked to babysit for the next door neighbors. I don't oh, no. have I don't have like I I babysat for the older kid a lot and it was like whatever. But I haven't taken care of baby babies.
2: How old was this baby that they were asking you to babysit?
1: I can't remember. Like, not like a newborn. I don't know, like one.
2: Oh. No thanks.
1: And Well, I don't know when do kids start having apple juice. I don't. You're this asking, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't you're know. You're the wrong person. So I come over. The mom explains everything. Here's the bottle. Here's the apple juice. I'm like, great, self-explanatory. So I give the kids apple juice. The young one, the baby, <laughs> has the most explosive diarrhea oh god and i remember trying to change him and i'm gagging i mean there's shit everywhere just explosive and oh god i'm going like this (laughs) and the older brother was like what's wrong skylar but i couldn't tell him because i vomit if (laughs) i said anything and then the mom gets home and she goes You didn't dilute the apple juice? No, I didn't dilute the fucking apple juice.
2: Oh my goodness. You're supposed to dilute
1: the apple juice? Yeah,
2: where was that note?
1: Uh, Was I supposed to know that?
2: Uh, I had no clue about that. Mother's
0: Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods,
1: Are just shooting basically sugar, and by the end they they look it with jeans underwear on his head. I love when he puts his head on the ground and starts like doing that dance move.
2: Yeah, we're getting to that because you know, spoiler alert, that's heavily end credits themed or yes. related. I love that they call Teddy over, and you know, Teddy was there before they even like <laughs> finished asking him to come over. Yes. for this,
1: Teddy probably has like a second apartment like next door, so that if. On the chance that he's invited over, he can be there in under 30 seconds.
2: Teddy has a second apartment, huh? Do you want to drop your fan theory that we're going to do on Patreon? Yeah. Tell me.
1: I think Teddy's secretly loaded.
2: Okay. And not like loaded on apple juice, loaded on (laughs) money.
1: I do. I think, well, it was actually last week's episode that got me thinking about this again, because he has time. First of all, he's Constantly booked up. There's an episode with the lake house where he has too many jobs that day. He doesn't really spend a lot of money.
2: I'm gonna cut you off. Okay, because I want to say this for the Patreon episode. All right, sorry. Get if you want that. There. You know, some of the stuff is you know Patreon.com/slash/Bob's Credits.
1: Jump on board over there. You look so cute in your Wagstaff t-shirt and your navy hoodie.
2: Oh, thank you. Over it. Thank you. Adorable. Wow, I feel like we just like accidentally promo two of our things, but hey. It
1: was very genuine.
2: Bobscredits.com slash shop for the Wagstaff t-shirt, Wagstaff sweatshirt. Have at it. Should we get into the end credits?
1: Is there anything else you want to say about this episode?
2: No. I love the last moment for the end credits where Bob gets on the microphone. You're telling me. What?
1: That you don't want to mention Linda's outfit.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. Sorry.
1: You don't want to mention the line that Louise says when Linda is in her bikini. This
2: is why you took all the notes.
1: (laughs) Bikini outfit. And Louise says, you look like someone who swallows cigarettes for free drinks.
2: Great line.
1: Cracked me up the first time I watched it. Fell in love with the show even more.
2: What about the line Louise has about... um, Boobs. Yeah, tell me that one.
1: I didn't write the whole line because I thought maybe we'd watch it, but... They're like, sh- the girls are going out of town. So Linda and Tina are going out of town. And Louise is like, what are we supposed to do without the extra boobs in the way?
2: Yeah. That's
1: Hysterical. Great,
2: great line. Uh, good stuff from Louise this episode. And yeah, let's talk about Linda's disguise real quick.
1: Okay. You also have to bring it full circle back to Portia. Uh,
2: yes. Linda's disguise is a t-shirt that looks like you're wearing a bikini. Bandana of some sort. They
1: sorts. say it's a bandana, but it looks, but like, it a looks like a cap. shower cap. Yeah, and
2: these awful like tourist palm tree glasses, sunglasses.
1: Yeah, palm tree flamingo with her glasses on top.
2: Yeah, it's quite the outfit. It is hideous, and for the White Lotus fans out there, there was a meme going around that I think John Roberts himself shared that <laughs> was Portia, the character on the White Lotus season two, who had just awful fashion.
1: In a was, lovable way,
2: yeah. In the last episode, she's at the airport, and this, <laughs> it, it kind of looked like this was this was what she would wear to the airport.
1: Well, I think Portia was like a little bit in disguise. Yeah,
2: she was. She
1: bought sunglasses and like this bandana, but her fashion sense was already so wild and out there. It was so funny. Can we share that? It probably will be re- irrelevant by the time we post this. Oh, but we'll, but
2: we'll share it. We'll share it's it. so since good. Since John Roberts shared yeah. it, we'll share it. Yeah, for this episode, since mm-hmm. it's yeah. Now should we get into the end credits? Let's do it. Okay. Again, the moment before the end credits, Bob is going to get on the mic. Kind of explain a (laughs) thing or two before we jump into the sequence. Love,
1: Bob. Sorry,
2: Bernadette. I I guess I got to leave, but I just wanted to say thank you. It was a great story, and you're a real inspiration.
0: Best bachelor party!
2: It's my bachelor party.
0: Bob, we gotta go. Uh,
2: that, that's my what? Uh, i fiancé.
0: Let's get these two crazy kids to the altar. Bachelor party.
1: I'm smiling from ear to ear. Tell
2: me why. What happened in the end credits here?
1: We are in the Belcher's apartment, which I think just now I realized this is... Some of my favorite credits, we have um, summer party fashion show here. It's always really heartwarming moments if we're going to be in the Belcher apartment for the credits.
2: Yeah, we're in the living room with the same color palette that we typically get in the end credits with kind of like everything in the background and the furniture and stuff is in black and white and all the characters are in color. What's happening? Where, what characters do we have? Who's doing what?
1: This is where my eye goes first. First... I go to Gene, who has his shirt rolled up above, like, above his nipples.
2: Yeah, his midriff.
1: No, it's his midriff. way above Nipples the are showing, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he has his underwear on his head, which makes, like, kind of Ace Ventura hair.
2: Oh, that's a good... Yeah, the... Um,
1: to the left, it, to the right? Yeah,
2: when he's wearing, like, the um, tutu. Yes. Yeah, that crazy hair.
1: Yes. And he's dancing the night away. Then we have Louise jumping on the couch, and I am going to say this is not a normal jump on the couch. This is a sugar-induced, aggressive jump on the couch.
2: This is Louise looking 100% her age. Yes. She looks like a kid hopped up on sugar, and only that that kind of jumping you would see from a kid hopped up on sugar.
1: Yes, it's intense. It's
2: very... uh, violent <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. yeah
1: <laughs> then we get sweet teddy probably bob's uh not maid of honor what is it called best, best man, man he wishes and then who do we see come in
2: linda makes her way in in that outfit we were just talking about i still think it's a shower cap and bob is just kind of sitting on the couch watching it all go down on the table there is half left shot glasses of Apple juice and spilled apple juice everywhere.
1: (laughs) And Bob has a shot in his hand. Yeah. I'm sure that... I feel like they did not clean up the apple juice before they had to go rescue Linda because she was being kicked out of the hotel.
2: No, I don't think they had time to.
1: So I think they returned to this and she was like, oh yeah, it's a bachelor party.
2: And if you remember, they stayed the night. So that's probably gross and sticky, but they still came home to do the bachelor party.
1: I love it. I love this. Did family. they stay the night?
2: No, this was after the. Never mind. They
1: did. They stayed the night at the motel. But
2: that was before the last scene.
1: Regardless, this is this has been sitting out. This
2: has been sitting out, yeah, yeah, overnight. So it's pretty gross. But they still decide to celebrate. Linda has not changed her outfit. If this is afterwards, so that's interesting.
1: Did Tina go back on the bus? Oh my God! Jeans dancing.
2: So Tina has suddenly walks in and she sees her entire family and Teddy just dancing. They've all got different dance moves. I just want to say these end credits, you can watch them over and over again and watch a different character and focus on a different character and it's so enjoyable.
1: There's so many different dance moves. I'd like to also point out that Gene is also dancing as if he has had... Two liters of pure sugar.
2: They are definitely him and and Louise are (laughs) definitely dancing like kids who have are way too hopped up on sugar. They are
1: going to. This is what happens every night with Biscuit. He goes wild and we can literally count it down. Then he passes out. Yeah. Yep. He's our child. Yep. There's a lot of pointing dancing. Louise joins in with some pointy dancing.
2: Bob's still just like looking around. And Tina suddenly walks in and is witnessing what's going on.
1: I like to think that she took the bus back.
2: She came back home separately. She just walked in on this. So she just
1: literally walked in. And what does she do? She's looking. She's looking. Ooh, a hip. A hip. She's got the hands in it now. Ooh, got the thread in the...
2: So she slowly she slowly, like you said, starts doing like a little hip thrust a little bit, then raises her finger up in the air as she does that hip thrust, and then full on does like the whole like um side to side hip thrust with using both arms. Yes. Bob is now bo- uh bobbing his head.
0: Oh Bob is bobbing.
2: Um so he's getting into it too. It's hard not to get into it. Can I ask I'm you something? It. Yeah.
1: This is a bachelor party.
2: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Do you feel like sometimes the people who are organizing the bachelor party pick what they want to do, and then the bachelor is sitting there like, I did not want to go to a strip club? Yes. This That's what the kind of va- vibe Bob is giving me yes, right now. Yes,
2: I think that's exactly what happened here.
1: Oh, it's the subtlest head Bob. Yeah. Good for you, Bob. He's
2: tired. He's was watching these sugar... These kids hopped up on sugar, then had to drive four hours, then had to get up early for Tina's thing, then drive back home. He's tired. But he's, he's still tired. enjoying his family time. He's like,
1: I'm just going to give in to the joy of this, to the chaos of this.
2: Yeah. So, highlights and lowlights for these end credits.
1: I don't have any lowlights. All of it is a highlight.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: I'm high on life.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think... uh We get to see all our favorite characters. It's nice to not be in the kitchen after this Mm -hmm. event, you know, as much as I love the kitchen sequences, and to see kind of like a continuation and just everyone just like doing what they do best.
1: And is the music just, bachelor party?
2: Yeah. It's catchy.
1: Yeah. Caught me.
2: Do you want to score them?
1: I will go first. Okay. I would suggest you lock your number in so you're not influenced by me. Okay.
2: Okay. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's i uh.
1: I'm going 10. 10 H's.
2: Ooh, I am too.
1: Yay! I am too, and I'm going to yeah. tell
2: you why. For rewatchability, it got mm. me to 10. Like, I still want to... We've watched it so many times now because we've watched it when we first watched it. We've watched it um, kind of like when we were just checking the record... The Audio equipment before we recorded. We're watching it now, and I still want to go back and focus on every character and just watch them and appreciate it. I think there's so much to appreciate in a, a sequence where it's all in one setting, but everyone's doing so many amazing things in it.
1: When my ovaries start tickling,
2: okay, and I'm like, somewhere.
1: maybe we should have a family and like have these cute little kids, little devil monsters. Think about the diarrhea that <laughs> that's when I I'm like the feeling these end credits gave me this family that I love so much and wish I could be a part of and reminds me that the simple things in life or the big things in life. I'm like 10. I got a dole out of 10.
2: I'm with you. I love yeah. them so much.
1: I love you and our little family.
2: I love you and our little crazy dog who passes out like a little kid every night. Those are the end credits to the Grand Mama Pest Hotel. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on social media: Instagram and TikTok. Bob's Credits, YouTube. Bob's Credits. Where? What else? What else do we have to say here? We've we've pitched something. Patreon. Some yeah, we did that. Um, Updates
1: to the merch shop. Wink, wink. Might want to go over there. Bob's Credits. Dot com slash shop.
2: What else do you want to say before we get out of here?
1: I'm going to say stay juicy. Love it.